0: Hello, everybody. This is Coach Soto coming to you from Honor Radio with our producer, Rick Sutter. And we have got an amazing show for you today. And we're super excited. And I'm just going to jump right into it. We've got um, Eric Seinheimer on this show today. He is this prep sports columnist for the Los Angeles Times. This guy's uh, experience is second to none. He has been honored seven times by the California Prep Sport Writer Association. He's a ca- graduate of Cal State Northridge. He joined the Daily News as a prep editor in 1980. He left for 18 months in 1990, 1990, 1990 to be West Coast correspondence be- with National Sports Daily. He returned to the Daily News in 1991 and then joined the LA Times in 1997 covering high school sports. He has covered Southern California high school sports for more than 40 years. And i got to tell you something, Eric. When I see you at the Honor Bowl, I always go, oh, my God. This event's gotten big because Eric's here, right? And so I just want to welcome you to the show, buddy, and God bless, man.
1: Well, I appreciate it. It's always fun to get out to your events. Uh, It's a long drive for me, but uh, when the teams are very good, uh, it's fun to be out there.
0: I really appreciate it, Eric. Both Rick and I uh, value your friendship with us. We're going to jump right into this, buddy. Um, You've got your finger on the pulse when it comes to prep sports in Southern California. And have you ever seen or imagined anything of this multitude to have ever occurred when it comes to what this virus has done to prep sports? No,
1: this clearly is unprecedented. I mean, I remember 94, we had the Northridge earthquake, so a lot of schools and a lot of things uh, got canceled or postponed. We've had uh, mudslides, uh, wildfires, but nothing of this magnitude. And the uncertainty of it and coming at this certain point in the season has really caused a lot of stress for a lot of different people, from the athletes to the coaches to the administrators. Obviously, it's a a low priority compared to what what everybody's going through to trying to stay safe and healthy and also finish the school year so they can graduate or get to the next level so sports is kind of a low priority but for the kids it is the highest priority there especially the seniors uh, i mean there's ways to deal with this down the road if it is canceled in fact i mean you can have a senior night at some point down the road but uh you know this affects everything, you know, for the under, underclassmen, it's, it's stopped college recruiting and people don't know what to do. Uh, I've been trying to talk to coaches to see are the suggestions and we can get into that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's chaos right now.
0: Yeah, buddy. I, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, I know the CIF April 3rd is a, there's a, a date on the books to where they're going to decide what happens with spring sports. Um, I,
1: well, I, mean, I, I, I think that's that's the date that the commissioners are going to have a teleconference, and they're going to assess where things stand and, and what what everybody else is doing around the state. I can already tell them what everybody else is doing. They're doing nothing, <laughs> so that that's. I don't know if anything really is going to happen. I, I kind of, I, I I think it would be a mistake if they just went and canceled everything on April the third, not knowing how things might improve. So I, I think to me the, the drop dead date is May the first. That's the date where the the margin for error disappears. Uh, it's, you could still practice for a week and get going in certain things. You could extend the seasons. I mean, sex, several sections could always extend their seasons. I, I don't know state. I don't know if you should put a, a statewide uh, thing in there to say everybody stop because it's so different in various areas. You know the Santa. The Santa Clara area is a lot worse than some other areas. Mm. Obviously, right now in in SoCal, we're on lockdown and, and that's gonna happen at least through April. I, I would say April is done. Everybody those schools are really gonna restart until early May. So um being optimistic, I, I think they still need to to just keep watching and keep hoping. And I think that's what they'll do. Remember and state basketball, they waited to the last day to cancel everything. I was I was all packed ready to get on my plane at noon. And I was waiting to see, are they going to cancel this thing? And finally at 9 a.m., they announced it and I, I sat down, and, you know. So I, I think they're going to wait to the very end because they know how important this is for everybody, whether to resume the season or not.
0: Absolutely, buddy. Now you got your, like I said, at the beginning of this uh, radio show, um, you've got your finger on the pulse when it comes to the L.A. market, which is one of the top markets in the nation when it comes to um, athletics and sports in general. Buddy, what are you hearing from coaches, from student-athletes? I mean, obviously, I'm sure you're getting pinged a lot. What are you hearing from them?
1: Basically, during the day, they're they're studying online. We've switched to Zoom, which I never heard of until – like recently, uh, but has become uh, much respected by the schools. A lot of them are using them. Zoom was very smart in making it free for schools to create this video uh, watching conference via video. They're teaching lessons during the day, but they're also trying to work out. Most of the coaches are, are, are sending uh, information to their students on, on individual workouts, trying to get them to stay in some kind of shape, whether it's baseball, uh, football, uh, various sports, softball, but, uh, you know, each day goes, uh, the spring sports season it, it remains suspended and, and, and less likely to resume. Personally, I, I think the spring sports season is pretty much done. There's too much uncertainty here. Uh, as long as we're in lockdowns and as long as schools are, are not in session, there's no way you can restart the season. I'm more concerned about football. I have major concerns about football. The fact that that you cannot just say, oh, football season begins and it's – Step out there and start playing. Football is the one sport that you have to really get ready for conditioning-wise and strength-wise, and you cannot just step out there and be ready in one week. So it's going to be critical that we solve this issue by early June. Otherwise, uh, yeah, they still might be able to have a season, but I don't know what kind of season they can have because I think it puts people into uh, possibilities of injuries and other things.
0: Wow, I gotta tell you, as you know, we work really hard with the honor bowl to put that event together. We've got 20 high schools involved this year, 10 down in Southern California and 10 up here in the uh, the Bay Area, San Francisco region. Um, it's a lot of work to put this event on, as you know. Um, you've been to it many times. Um, what do you think, I mean, when do you think we're gonna hear anything about the upcoming football season
1: right um in talking to coaches right now they're most concerned of of two things grades and physical conditioning Mm -hmm. so they they need to make sure their athletes are eligible especially the public schools we're talking about you know the 20-week mark is very important you you can fall behind and and be ineligible because Nobody is, knows if there's going to be summer school. Usually if you have bad grades, you, you're able to make it up in summer school and there's no guarantees that's going to happen. I mean, I, I think that would be a surprise. I think everybody's going to work together to try and make sure everybody is doing their jobs. But grades is number one thing. Get people to be focused on, and they should have time now. They're, they're not doing anything other than uh, the online courses. They, they have plenty of time to study. Let, let's see what they can do. And then the second thing is, physical conditioning. They need to stay in some kind of shape, weights at home, walking, running on their own. I mean, yes, this is bad, but you, if you're self-motivated, you should be able to, to, to handle this thing. But as we all know, there are people who are lazy and they only do well when the coach is yelling at them every day. Or, and so those are the kids that might fall through the crack unless their parents are on them. This is really comes down to the parents now. They got to really try to to work it out and motivate everybody's home for the most part. They're taking walks together. Now there's the positive thing that dogs are in the greatest shape in history. <laughs> I've never seen dogs outside happy than in, than ever. So they're the one thing that that's going well here. But, yeah, we have to deal with that. And you can overcome that. It, it just takes time to, to get back in physical shape. Mm-hmm. But all these – remember how much football has changed in the old days football was like a couple months period during the summer, but now it's year round. So everybody's kind of going crazy, panicking. The other big component of this is recruiting. Mm -hmm. Uh, On April 15th, the NCAA is supposed to, uh, well, allow college coaches to get off campus and let people to come on campus. I think that's not going to happen. I think that's going to change a lot. Yeah. There's certain places around the country, but, if you try to do that in LA, there's gonna be nobody at the schools. And, and the, the coaches aren't gonna just stay, come to campus. They've been told to get away. Everybody's been told to stay away. Hmm. So that's the big thing that's gonna happen as far as college recruiting. I think there's gonna be a delay in that. Basketball, the AAU basketball circuit is supposed to have a huge uh, live period starting shortly after the April 15th. I don't see how that's gonna happen. I think things are gonna be moved to May. So it, it appears to me that May is going to be the key month as far as slowly restarting certain things. Uh, I hope school can get going again. I, I don't know. It, it, it may be easier just to cancel everything until next – until the fall.
0: Okay, so um, that's our get some call. That means that what you just said – was, uh, was, was uh, worthy of a get some call. So it's what the kids do at our football events. It's a Marine, uh, three, five Marine call. And we love putting it in there when someone says something good. So thank you, Eric, for that. Eric, what are you personally doing to stay busy? I mean, gosh, buddy, your Twitter is amazing. You are constantly out there, constantly touching people. I don't know if you sleep, my friend. So what are you doing to stay busy?
1: Well, I appreciate that. I did take the, a week off. Uh, I, I had planned to be a week off after the basketball tournament. I always do that. Mm-hmm. And so I took a week off even though I was still working a little bit. But n- now I'm kind of just starting to plan ahead. I'm gonna, I'm still s- remaining in contact with people. But for me personally, I need to walk at least one or two hours a day. I, I've gotten into that, going with a friend, walking, whether it's the Rose Bowl or some of the, the, the parks here. I I put a picture of Ventura Boulevard yesterday from above. I couldn't even believe it. There was nobody on Ventura Boulevard in Studio City. It really just shows you how life has changed. But that's a good thing that people are following the rules, the recommendations, the social distance, social isolation, whatever the heck that means. (laughs) Uh, I'm watching California's Gold every time at 7 p.m. on KCT, learning more about California history. Uh, Hugh Houser was just an amazing person. I don't know if you
0: know him, but
1: yeah, teaching lessons to everybody. I wish the kids would watch. I love the Felipe's episode. I'm w- waiting to see that again. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm I'm also starting to get ready for football. I'm, I'm starting to do some planning ahead. You know, uh, I always do a nine part series previewing the uh, region's top high school players, and so. I'm going to start doing maybe some interviews there, which is kind of risky because you never know if somebody might transfer in the middle of the year, end up going to another school. Transfer season is still going on; there's still people moving around. I don't know how, but they are. So uh, yeah, so there's there's plenty of work to do, but I am concerned about our newspaper. I mean, we all newspapers are, are maybe getting some more people online to watch, but we're losing advertising. There's 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 issues with people, you know, being work, uh, what they're doing, we're not allowed to go into the office as a safety measure. So there's a lot of things going on right now, just like everybody else is suffering. So are newspapers.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, with what happened today with the jobless report being, you know, almost 3 million people, right? Um, That's, uh, it's affecting a lot of Americans. And uh, I really feel for the people that are being affected right now and uh, are, are, are being temporarily put out to work, some permanent.
1: And, what, and that's where sports is supposed to be there to help them get through this and uh, the distraction, and, and that's what's so frustrating. We don't have that. We can't watch that at home. I guess we got to make things up. I mean, I, I heard a lot of coaches with kids are creating PE classes for their kids at home, which is great for them. Because yeah, we we love sports, and I and I I'm not big into looking from the past. Looking people, ESPN is running past high school games, past things. I mean, I don't want to go forward here.
0: <laughs> well, that's the nature of our our whole existence is moving forward, right? We don't want to go back. And I've been I've been watching what ESPN is, is doing, and yeah, it's just kind of crazy. You know, um, man, we got some big games planned this year. I mean, who are you seeing? is going to be the breakout team for 2020 as you're looking forward in your studies and all that? I mean, obviously, modern day, uh, uh St. John Bosco, they're going to be there. We have a great matchup coming up with uh, Centennial Corona playing uh, St. Francis Academy out of Maryland in the Honor Bowl this year. What, who are you seeing is going to be a breakout uh, L.A. Uh, uh, southern section team?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, nothing's really changed here the last couple of years. We're in the kind of the, the, the situation where the kids and the parents are following whoever's doing well. They're following those schools. That's why Modern Day and, and Bosco have met in the finals in Division One for four consecutive years. Centennial will always stay competitive mm-hmm. uh, because Coach Logan is just does a great job, and they really sure does. Yeah, and Corona is a Corona is a great area where you can take a family and afford it. Usually, and stuff you know. One school to watch for is Sierra Cannon. They've been slowly moving up mm-hmm. this year. Their best team. Uh, they they got some decent alignment to help people up front. Their quarterback is a great player, underrated. Uh, he's starting to pick up some scholarship offers, mm-hmm. and so and they they ran last year. They did very well. and They had a bunch of young kids so mm-hmm. they're going to be good on their casey Claussen and i believe it's year three for him mm. they have they're, they're loading up casey knows how you can win a division one. you need linemen and they've got several new linemen to come in suddenly and so that's going to help them miller moss their quarterback is going to announce you know within weeks on what school he's going to i know ucla has been recruiting him and they have some receivers they have some defensive players but those schools are not going to be able to compete with modern day and bosco those schools have, have have separated themselves. I don't see them not falling below. If it's a fifth straight year, mm-hmm. I would say it would be a concern for everybody because we do not want to become Northern California where David Salle has won like 28 consecutive uh, section tiles. I, I really don't think that's good for football. And we have to also see if the Southern section is going to change its playoff format. It wants to, but they still need a vote. And there's still – that vote was canceled because of what's going on. They have to reschedule a vote of the council to decide whether they want to change the uh, playoff format, which would uh, go to put everybody in one pool and we would be on that particular year, the playoff from one to whatever. You mm-hmm. would rank them. Yeah. And that's going to be a huge impact if, in fact, that takes place.
0: How do you feel that will work out when it comes to that – if that passes – Do you think that's going to be better for the Southern section as a whole? I
1: I think it would be more accurate to what's happening. I mean, we've had teams that did great in, let's say, in 2019, they were unbeaten, and then at 220, they lost all their seniors, but they're still in the same division. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's not an accurate portrayal. Mm -hmm. This would also prevent uh, schools from hiring uh, some – coach who likes who's friends with everybody and suddenly they show up they were in the division 14 and they they want to stay in division 14 even though they're much better this will put them based on their performance that year so I think in those sense that's a positive but also it's probably going to cause some issues because you'll have some private schools that that haven't done as well at the higher division dropping down and then suddenly they're going to get good again and and so the public schools we we'll have some concerns, you know, in basketball, most of the champions were from private schools this year. Mm-hmm. So it's, it could create some more, some more dissension between the public and private schools. But, but I'm in favor of, for, it because it's a reality check. It's, it's, it's based on what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. I, I've i never liked the fact that teams have been stuck in divisions based on what happened in the past. No. It should be what you have earned.
0: Yeah. I got you, buddy. I, I really like when we see those teams like the Sierra Canyons that um, they're kind of, you haven't heard of for the last two or three years. And all of a sudden they're emerging to be a, uh, a top high school and competing for the prize. I, I love hearing stories like that. As you know, with our event down in San Diego, there's always somebody that's coming up and competing down there. Uh, I think uh, as the years go on, it'll be fun to see these other schools start emerging—the Alameinies, the, Alamanys, the um, you know the uh, the ones that are out there that really are starting to you know bring good coaching in, good kids, that type of stuff. I just think that's a great story. I do.
1: Yeah, and then one other story will be the city section. What will happen without Narbon being at the top? I mean have lost virtually all their top players have left school. They don't even have a coach there. Imagine we're in a stop as a suspension here, and they have no football coach. I mean, that program will become like Hawkins did a couple of years ago when Hawkins kind of had a, a clean house, and then they didn't win a game. Yeah. Uh, so the city section is, is will be missing out on all those players. They're gone. It will be a balance. Some people like that. Others don't. I mean, none of those schools are going to be capable of, of reaching the top. Mm-hmm. But in the head of equity situation, they'll be put in there. Birmingham won the title last year. I would think that they would be one of the favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephon Johnson, the former USC and Dorsey uh, running back, is a new coach at Dorsey. I would look for them to have a, a quick comeback. Mm-hmm. Renshaw still has Robert Garrett there. But we have no idea how – Here's one of the issues going on in public schools. If you if you don't get to see if you're not if you're a walk-on coach, you you have a hard time talking to your current players or even your future players. If you're a full time teacher, it's much easier to get in contact with them. You have access to the grades and et cetera. Hmm. So where are they gonna get these new players and how quickly are they gonna get them? They may just show up in September. And so the whole month of September will be more about uh training and getting into shape and just trying to meet people and uh, show them what uh, a shoulder pad is rather than playing games is what i'm seeing you know we have a lot of really good early games but i don't know if that's gonna be matter because Mm -hmm. if if the later it is to get into practice and training the more difficult it's going to be to get into top form so it's going to be an interesting year and there will be lots of excuses to blame but the bottom line is, and this is going to be – everybody's going to be exposed on this. It's what are you doing when nobody else is watching? We are going to find out for sure those are the players that if you don't look very good, we know what you were doing during this time off when the coach was not on you every day. It will be exposed.
0: Wow. but That is a good way of looking at it. You know, I was watching one uh, coach today that was actually showing his Zoom image on his Facebook, and it was his offensive squad all on Zoom, and he was coaching them up the way you and I are talking right now. So I know people are embracing technology. They're getting smart with it. They're they're touching their students that way, and you're right. The ones are going to rise to the top are the ones that have been working through this time and, and elevating their game right now. And you'll see the ones that weren't right away, my friend. Hey, I got a question for you. Um, And I know that, uh, uh, what do you think about the huddle film study and using that to, you know, embrace that type of technology to get better as a student athlete and as a coach? How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, well, I, I agree with you. The technology is certainly going to be used by a lot of different coaches. But it, it's still a haves and have-not world in high school sports. You know, the, we have coaches with the, the greatest TV sets on the sidelines, the iPads, and everything, and you have some with none. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly an advantage to be able to do that. And the same thing with players. You have some with, with uh, weight rooms in their homes and, and dumbbells and everything, and you have some with nothing. You've got to use water bottles to lift up. I was, I was at a friend's house and, and he had those dumbbells so he's got these big water bottles he's lifting them up so yeah there's ways to overcome this and and, and i'm not gonna and and so i'm not gonna blame anybody that that has help or a private coach or whatever there, there's ways to overcome anything so uh yeah but Huffle is certainly being used as you said that the guy using uh the, the zoom to try and teach his players any kind of I'm telling you right now, it's not going to matter come September. It's all going to be about what these kids were doing uh, when the coach wasn't watching. You know, are are they in shape? Did they study? uh, Did they prepare well enough to do it? The coaching, this, this is good. This lack of, of, of of being involved together is going to allow other schools to catch up a little bit. And and it's going to be based on those motivated kids more than, than the coach himself this time so we're really gonna find out about the individuals where they're at and they can't make excuses we're gonna know we're gonna see it we're gonna see it with our own eyes who was working and who wasn't
0: well are we gonna see a yoked eric son sonheimer up in the press box this year from the water bottle training you're doing
1: eric yeah uh, yeah that's unlikely i want to get out on the on the my walking and hopefully i'll be able to keep that going uh, (laughs) when this thing uh, gets over with but uh, I'm more concerned what am i going to do in April, the whole month of April. There's no sports. So I don't know. I'm going to be going a little bit crazy here.
0: I could just imagine, Eric. I think we all are, my friend. And, uh, you know, that's the reason why we have been doing Honor Radio is to get the word out as to what you can do and meet people like you in a personal level. And, and hear from, you know, leaders in our community like you, my friend. And that's the way we do it. Hey, Eric, I just, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for doing this with us. I know you're, you're a busy guy and you're trying to stay focused on, on navigating a lot of different things coming at you. And just thank you for being on our show. I really appreciate it.
1: my pleasure. It's much better than sitting on a phone for three hours trying to cancel, on hold, trying to cancel a plane reservation. I think we're all going through that changing our vacation plans at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, my wife and I had to cancel our trip to Hawaii because of this virus. It's just been it's just been nuts. But uh I love you, man. I love seeing you on our
1: we'll, on we'll, we'll get through it. We'll we'll get through it and everything will be fine down the road.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being a fan of thank the you. honorable. I really appreciate that. I you've been a great supporter yep. to us and thank you very much, my friend. We're gonna let you go. So, God bless buddy and I hope we can reconnect later on in a couple of months and talk again and find out how sports is doing then. Okay.
1: Three five. Get up. Thank you. Thank you.
0: God bless you, buddy. Take care.